Emma Mae Jenkins here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Dwell Differently. For a fun and unique way to memorize God's Word, visit dwelldifferently.com. Now, on to today's show. goodness this never gets old this is always just so well I guess it gets old because old comes with time I guess the better way of putting it is this never gets boring this is just fun and no matter how old it gets no matter how many episodes we end up getting to do here on this podcast it is always a treasure to me it is always a joy um, and I pray that it just brings such encouragement and and refreshment to you and I pray that it is helping you grow in your walk with God and I pray that if you're joining me if you have been joining me or are joining me for the first time today on the have you heard podcast I pray that if you don't know the Lord, that it leads you to question, it leads you to investigate, it leads you to his word because he promises that whenever you seek him, you will find him when you seek him with all of your heart. I pray that it stirs in you this desire to learn more about him, to learn who he says about you are, who he, who he is, what his word says about life. I just pray that in Jesus name, you may come to know him because friend, you were made for him and I love you. And guys, I just realized I haven't even said my name. My name is Emma May Jenkins and I'm so happy to have you here. Today's episode is practical, but I pray very encouraging and challenging in a good direction. So faith comes by hearing. Without further ado, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. (laughs) Okay, so I live in a house with my three best girlfriends. They were all on my Galentine's podcast. So if you have not heard that episode, definitely go check that out from our love series back in February. But I live in a house with my three best friends. Um, I'm a junior in college. And so it's just a very sweet and special time. But because my college is like 16 hours from home, I go back home in Arkansas for the summer breaks or the winter breaks. So I was gone for a long time for winter break this past winter. And so whenever I came back for this spring semester, I hadn't been in my room in a hot minute, like a couple of months. And I remember just like really wanting to get back into my routine and get settled and get my room all clean, get unpacked, just get get some structure going, if you know what I mean. And so I like am unpacking and cleaning and just getting everything like, ah, like exactly like that. Just, ah, and I'm vacuuming and, and sweeping. And I just feel like everything's just put together and neat and in its place in its home. So I decide to do an at-home workout and I I lay my yoga mat down on my bedroom floor and I'm doing this ab workout and I look underneath my bed because I'm like laying on the floor. I look underneath my bed and there, guys, it is not just one or two dust bunnies. It is like a pool of dust bunnies, like a crowd. It is a congregation 
of dust bunnies underneath my bed. It's like they all came together to have a Christmas party, but they stayed for New Year's and they were just all hanging out underneath my bed. And I over here doing my workout and laying in the floor thinking that I had just cleaned my floor and everything was put together. And ah, as I had mentioned before, come to realize that Wow, there were a lot of things underneath my bed that at just a glance look at my room, at a first level look at my room, I did not even notice. There were things that hadn't been cleaned up. There were things that were hiding, that needed to be addressed, that needed to get out. My room that I thought was so clean actually had a lot of other things that had not been taken care of. And as I was sitting there, or as I was laying there doing this core workout, I was so honestly encouraged. I was ministered to by the reality that I think that that's a picture of a lot of our, of all of our lives in some way, shape, or form. That whether or not you know God, you're, we have this tendency to want our lives to look put together, to want everything to be in its place, want people to view us in a certain way, want to have our structure and our routine. And, and while like wanting people to think highly of us, wanting us to look put together and wanting to have structure, like there, there are things about that, that like are okay, but I think that there is sometimes that can sometimes rob us of humbling ourselves and acknowledging that there's actually a lot of other things that we need to address. There are things in our life that aren't put together. There are things in our life that need to grow. There are things in our life that need to be pruned, need to be cleaned, need to get out. And if we only focus on our lives being in a first glance. Oh yeah, they look like they've got it all together. Oh yeah, they look, it looks clean in there. It looks structured. It looks put together. If that's all we're seeking, then we are so settling on our lives. Like friends, if you don't know the Lord, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, you were made to know him. You were made to be in a relationship with him and you can't go deeper in relationship with him if you don't first and foremost have a relationship with him. And so I really just want to speak to the person right now who's listening and you don't have a relationship with God. And I I just want to take a moment to encourage you in the reality that God made you. He loves you. He loves you so much, even though you, as well as me, as well as every human on this planet, in the history, now and in the future, we all have turned our own way. We have rebelled against God. We put our trust and our dependency in something other than the Lord. And because of that, we have all, through our sin, been separated from the Lord. But God, who, like like I said, wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with me. But this barrier of sin, God made a way for that barrier to be defeated. And in doing so, he sent his one and only son, Jesus. He sent his one and only son, Jesus, to come and live the perfect life of submission to God, obedience to God, living for the glory of God, loving the Lord and loving people, living the perfect life, being tempted in every way, yet he did not sin 
And yet he died the death that all of us deserve to die because of our rebellion, because of our sin, because of our disobedience. The wage of that is death. But Jesus, being the perfect sacrifice, died that death for us. He took our place. He paid the price that we had every reason to pay. He was buried in a tomb, and three days later, he rose from the grave, defeating death, defeating sin. And because of that, he has been given the name that is above every name upon which every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And by believing in in this name, Jesus, by calling upon his name, we shall be saved. We shall be put back into a perfect union and relationship with God. We shall be set free from the bondage of sin and death and have the free gift of eternal life that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so friend, I'm about to talk about going deeper in our walk with God, but if if you don't know him, that has to be the first thing I talk about in this podcast. If you don't know him, today is the day to know him. He wants to he wants to be in relationship with you. He loves you. He made you in his image, and you matter so much to him. And I pray that you would hear me as I speak because it's it's true. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father. No one has a relationship with the Father unless it is through His Son, Jesus, by which you are saved. So be encouraged. Be encouraged, my friend. And to those of you who do know the Lord, I want to talk to you. God wants to take you deeper. Do not settle. Do not settle for the first glance of your life looking put together. Do not settle for just knowing a couple verses. Do not settle for just one area of your life looking like it's coming together. Do not settle for a first glance look of your room being clean when there are things underneath your bed that God is wanting to reveal. God is wanting to prune. God is wanting to grow. God wants to take you deeper. He does not settle on you, my friend. So don't settle on yourself. He cares about us too much to to want to let us remain on surface level. Although going deeper, although humbling ourselves, although having the tough conversations, although acknowledging the past, although acknowledging the hurts, although acknowledging the bad habits, like this is uncomfortable. It's a process. It's shocking. It's painful. Although all of those things are true, God wants to expose the dust bunnies underneath the beds of our lives. He wants to reveal the sin. He wants to reveal the hurt, the shame, the confusion. And he wants to lead us into a place of freedom because Jesus said, I've come so that you may have life and have it abundantly. And whenever you know the truth, you shall be set free. And our God is a God of peace. He wants to burst through the confusion in your life and give you peace as you fix your thoughts on him. He wants to lead you to know how to walk in the reality that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you are walking in shame and you are a follower of Jesus, you are missing out on something you have full access to. And that is freedom. That is grace. And it is a free gift. God wants to bring healing. He promises that he is near the brokenhearted and he saves the crushed in spirit. 
He is our healer. That's what he wants for you. And not only that, the dust bunnies underneath the bed of your life not only necessarily are things that need to be removed, things that need to be healed, things that need to be corrected, but there are also things in your life such as strengths and skills and originality and gifts from the spirit that that you don't even know you have. You haven't even put a name to. You haven't received affirmation in or heard affirmation in. You, you haven't even been made aware of. And God wants those things to be made known to you. He wants to show you how to use them for the glory of his name and the edification of his people. You are a part of the body of Christ. You play a crucial role in the church in seeing God's kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God says you are the light of the world. Friend, a city on the hill that cannot be hidden. You are the salt of the earth. You are his holy people, his royal nation. You are his priesthood, his temple. You are his ambassador. And there are things in you that he has entrusted to you. Talents, strengths, skills, gifts. And they're underneath your bed. And up until this point, you may not even know that God is waiting for you to use them to put them to use, to put your boots on the ground and get to work. He wants to take us deeper, transforming us more and more into the image of Christ, more and more into who he originally designed us in his image to be. And how sweet is it that it's a promise that God continues to grow us. That process is called sanctification. Philippians 1.6 says that God promises that as he began a good work in you, he will see it through. He will see it to the day of completion in Christ Jesus. He will finish the good work that he began in you. This is a really cool prayer to pray. Jeremiah 33.3 it's I really started sitting in this verse my freshman year of college because me and my roommate Carson we had the room dorm number 333 and we wanted to have a verse that we could specifically think on and pray over that correlated with the room number we had and Jeremiah 33:3 became our dorm room verse <laughs> and what it says is call upon the name of the Lord and he will reveal to you great and unsearchable things that you don't know so what an incredible prayer to pray i pray this all the time and it kind of goes in line with Psalm 139:23 and 24 of search my heart god and know me Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. God, reveal to me the things that I'm operating in. Reveal to me the habits that I'm still living in. Reveal to me the thought patterns that I continue to fall back on that aren't of you. Reveal to me those things that are great and unsearchable that I don't know. Expose them, God. Correct me where I'm wrong and also God reveal to me the things that you have entrusted to me, the things that are of you, the things that you have given me for the, for the glory of your name and show me how to use them. Show me, show me what you would have me do. Here I am, God, send me. 
You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from one of our network supporters. Do you want to memorize more of the Bible, but struggle to actually do it? Dwell Differently has developed unique ways to help you memorize one Bible verse each month. They take the first letter of each word in a verse, create a cool design, and then put that design on a key tag, a note card, or a temporary tattoo, letting you take God's word wherever you go. How great is that? Every month, you'll receive a kit in the mail, along with screensavers and downloadable coloring sheets. They also post daily inspiration on Instagram, share weekly devotionals on their website, and host a podcast, all meant to help you apply this verse to your life. If you're just getting started with your faith or long to go deeper, Dwell Differently is a great way to start. To join their monthly program, visit DwellDifferently.com. That's DwellDifferently.com. Now, back to today's show. John 15, Jesus talks about how a father, the father is the gardener and Jesus is the vine. And we as his people are the branches. And he says, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. But then he goes on to say that the branches that are bearing fruit, the Lord will prune so that they can bear more fruit. And the branches that aren't bearing fruit, the father, the gardener, he like he breaks off. And so what an incredible prayer to praise God, (laughs) prune away the things in me that aren't helping more fruit bear in my life. Holy Spirit, I I want you (laughs) to be made evident in and through my life. I want people to see you in my life, the love, the joy, the peace. I want people to know more about who you are through my life. Prune away anything in me that is preventing that, that is a hindrance to that. God wants to take us deeper. Why? Because he loves us. (laughs) He wants to give us a deeper awareness of his love, a deeper understanding and love for his word, a deeper desire to know him, a deeper experience of the full freedom that we have in him, a deeper fear and awe of who he is. Why does he want to take us deeper? Because he wants to make us more and more of who he originally designed us to be. Why? For his glory. God loves us so much and he meets us right where we are, but he loves us too much to want to leave us there. We must release control. Control of having our lives look all put together. Control of living a life totally consumed with worrying about what other people think of us. We must release control and place our trust in the Lord. Put your hope in God because I'm telling you this process of becoming all of who God has called you to be. It is not, it is not a journey where you're going to look like you have it put together all the time, but you will be filled with joy in his presence. You will learn what it looks like to truly walk in peace because you'll learn more about what it looks like to be transformed by the renewing of your mind and having your thoughts fixed on him rather than fixed on worrying about what people think of you, worrying about what you've done in the past, the things of this world consumed 
with having control of what your life looks like and instead committing your plans to the Lord. Instead, trusting that he knows what you need. Trusting that he's placed your boundary lines in pleasant places. That he's faithful, that he desires to lead you in an everlasting life. Will you trust him in that? He draws us to himself with his with his unfailing kindness. So friend, don't let the fear of discomfort or the fear of messing up or the fear of uncertainty keep you from surrendering to all that God has for you. I think that sometimes we settle in our we settle in our bad habits. We settle in the things that hinder us, the things that the things that weigh us down, the things that don't align with what God says he promises his children. Like we, we settle in the things of this world thinking, oh, that's just how it's going to be. When his word, the word of God, he begs to differ. We settle in our patterns of worry. We settle in our go-to being fear. We settle in our tendency to operate out of pride. We settle in this total shame of whenever a certain past mistake is brought up. Anytime it's brought up, we settle in the reality that, yep, I'm just going to feel bad every time this is brought up. Like we, we settle in this heart posture of jealousy and comparison when we hear other people are doing well. And we just think, yep, that's just how I've always been. Yep. Friend, the word of God says different. The word of God says to be anxious about nothing, but come to him in everything. The word of God says to rejoice with those who rejoice. The word of God says to humble yourself before the Lord under his mighty hand. And in due time, he will lift you up to submit to him, to draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. The word of God says to not be afraid or discouraged because he's with you wherever you go. The word of God says that his peace surpasses all understanding and through Christ we have full access to it. The word of God says that it is for freedom, that Christ has set you free, that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. So why then do we feel like even though we have been sealed in the promised Holy Spirit, we are saved by the blood of Jesus and by believing in him, we are seated at the right hand of the Father, we are taken care of, and we can walk in the freedom and authority of God's word, yet we think that worry is just who we are. The dust bunnies of fear is just, that's just the pattern that we were dealt. No, I I pray you feel called out in a good way. I know I feel called out in a good way as I speak. I feel like I'm talking to myself right now in some sense. Like, friend, God has so much more. He says in Ephesians 3.20 that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly greater things than what we could ever ask or imagine according to what? His power at work in us. To him be the glory. Nothing is too hard for the Lord, including, including setting you free from, from the dust bunnies underneath your bed, whatever those things may be. You're worth so much more than settling for the first glance of your life looking put together. You are worth the dust beneath your bed getting taken care of and walking in a greater depth of freedom than what you ever thought possible. You are worth that. Why? Because God says you are. (laughs) For the glory of his name, that is what God wants for you. 
In fact, that is what God has already, like, provided for you. You already have full access to it. He says we have every spiritual blessing available to us. I think it's time we actually accept that and live that out. I think that it's time that we take note of the fears that are keeping us from humbling ourselves before God. The fears of going to counseling whenever it may be needed to deal with the things that are keeping us in bondage. Psalm 142.7 says that set me free from my prison so I may praise your name fully. What is the prison that's keeping you from going deeper in intimacy in your walk with the Lord? keeping you from tasting and seeing how good he is and the freedom that you have full access to, you're just not experiencing because of things that have not yet been dealt with. Maybe there are conversations with people that are needing to be had. Maybe maybe there's forgiveness that is needing to be given, whether that's to others or to yourself, whatever it may be. Friend, it's time. God wants to take you deeper. He doesn't settle on you. So you shouldn't settle on you. And I said at the beginning that this is a very practical podcast. And this is what I mean by that. Because I'm to finish this episode, I want to talk about what does this practically look like to go deeper? Like, you know, this sounds encouraging to like understand that these patterns of fear and this like just sitting and dwelling in anxiety and this just living out of pride and cockiness or this go-to of comparison or whatever it may be, this obsession with whatever people think of me occupying my mind, whatever it may be, like the thought of me not settling by that being my go-to anymore sounds awesome. The thought of walking in freedom sounds awesome. The awareness that I already have full access to it through Christ Sounds awesome, (laughs) but what does it practically look like to experience that, to make change, to walk that out? I want to share just three things with you that, again, are so practical, but I have noticed in my life that they are game changers. The first thing is, are you daily in the word of God? Are you spending time in the word? The word of God is truth. It is alive and active, sharper than a two-edged sword, dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. The word of God is breathed by God. It is him. It is his word. It It is him speaking. Are you spending time getting to know him through hearing what he has to say? Spending time in the breathing word of God that corrects, rebukes, trains, and equips in righteousness. It's so important because the word of God is truth and we live in a world that's ruled by the father of lies. His native language is lies. And so how can I know how can I like detect what a lie is if I don't initially know what truth is? The lies are going to look truthful if I don't know what the truth is. I already know that the enemy's going to try and make the lies appear truthful because we read that he masquerades himself as the light. He's really good at making lies appear as though they they're very truthful. They're desirable. They look they look pretty legit. And I'm going to fall into it if I don't know what truth is. 
if I'm not building my life on what is true, do you know what God do you know what God says? Are you spending time with him in his word? The second thing, do you talk with the Lord and listen to him in prayer? Do you spend time talking with him and listening to him? Not just before you go to bed, that's incredible. Not just like before you eat a meal, that's incredible. Don't stop doing those things. But I'm talking all throughout your day. Paul says, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. He says, to pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. He says to pray continually. Jesus even took the time to teach his disciples how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. If Jesus took the time not only to pray to the Father himself, but to teach his disciples how to pray. If all throughout scripture, Old and New Testament, the Lord emphasizes prayer, it must be important. And not only that, but friends, through Jesus, we now don't have to talk to the Lord through a, like, like we don't have to enter into the presence of the Lord through going to the whole, most holy of holies in a, like, temple built by human hands. We don't have to have a priest go to the Lord on our behalf, but we, yes, we can boldly approach God's throne of grace We can, we like, he never leaves us and never forsakes us no matter where you go. Because of Christ, through faith and surrender in Christ. And friends, this is like wild to me. We are in the presence of God. We are filled with the presence of God. We now, as his children, have become temples of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus said that we can now boldly approach God's throne of grace and ask for help in our time of need. Yet how often do we do it? We need him. (laughs) We need the Lord. Our life will change in the best way whenever we walk in complete awareness that we must be like totally dependent on the Lord. (laughs) Walking in surrender and dependency like, God, I need you in this moment. I thank you for this moment. I ask for guidance in this moment. Do you talk with the Lord and do you listen to him? And the third thing is, do you surround yourself with people who encourage you in truth, remind you of truth, and challenge you with truth? Are you plugged into your local church? Friends, these three things, again, are so practical. It's simply daily spending time in God's word. It's daily talking with him and listening to him, seeking his face. And surrounding yourself with people who love him and love and love his word and, and love you enough to encourage you and remind you and challenge you in truth and in grace. And are you plugged into your local church? These are practical things, but I can I can verbally say that I want to grow and go deeper in my walk with God 
all day long. I can have the best intentions to do it, but unless those intentions and those words are followed up by action, I'm not going to see a change. And that change cannot happen apart from the Lord. We read earlier in John 15 that Jesus says, Remain in me and I in you and you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. We can want to go deeper all day long in our walk with God. But unless we are seeking his face, spending time with him, spending time in his word, talking with him and listening to him, walking in dependency upon his spirit, spending time with people who call us out in truth, edify us in truth, encourage us in truth, then we aren't going to see change. And God wants to take you deeper. God wants you to taste and see how good he is. God wants you to know him more and more. And that's what I pray for you today. I pray that you may be given a spirit of wisdom and revelation so you may know the Lord better. Wow, I want us to grow. I don't want us to get stagnant, to get complacent, to get comfortable with where we are in such a way that we don't desire to know God more, that we don't desire to know his word more, that we don't desire to walk in a greater dependency upon him, that we ignore the dust bunnies under our bed because at just first glance, our room looks clean and put together. I want us to go deeper. I want us to run this race well. How exciting, how humbling. Wow, how good is our God, how much he loves us. I pray, friends, that this encourages you. I pray that it gets you thinking. And I pray that it encourages you to take time to just be alone with God today. He came and sent his one and only son to die for us. He made us in his image. He defeated death and sin so that we could forever be in relationship with him. And yet, why do we often say, I don't have time to spend time with him? I think that the king of the universe, the creator of your heart, the pursuer of your soul is worth time. He's worth our pursuit. And what? The fact that he wants us to know him more. He wants us to become more of who he's called us to be. It may be uncomfortable. It will be filled with refining. It will be difficult. I will be made more aware and accepting of the fact that I don't have it all together, but I will walk in a greater love and dependency upon the one who is holding me all together. And I will find a greater freedom in who I was actually made to be the more and more he does his work in me. And I want that for all of us. Don't settle on yourself. Because God doesn't settle on you, friend. I love you so, so much. And I hope that your week is incredible. Be sure to rate and review and share this with your people. And download and, and just know that I love you. I can't wait to talk to you all next week. Bye, guys.
I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.